things were even calmer back in Soviet Russia of the 1950s. People didn't go out to demonstrate in the streets, though some Russians did display a kind of personal protest. You can see that in a Russian movie now arriving in American theaters. Here's the world's Alex Galifant. The movie's called Stilyagi, or Hipsters. It just opened in New York. And yes, it's a musical. It's unusual genre of Russian cinema, you know. That's the director, Valery Todorovsky. This song is sung by scores of grey-suited Komsomol members. That's the Communist Youth Party. The scene has the totalitarian vibe of the video for Pink Floyd's The Wall. The young communists are singing that they're all bound by the same chain, all tied by the same aim. And they're angry at one of their members, the movie's hero, Melz. See, Melz has gone down the rabbit hole to boogie-woogie, sex, and the source of it all, an obsession with all things American. Hipsters is set in 1950s Soviet Moscow. It was really dangerous to be different, to wear different clothes, to hear different music, to behave like different people. The hipsters wear brightly colored suits, hip ties, and they sport giant pompadours. In making the movie, Valery Todorovsky met with some of the real 50s hipsters, now in their 70s. One of them told him how he'd dye his pet dog a different color every day. One day the dog was green, another day the dog was uh, like red or blue. And he used to walk around this Moscow center with a very strong message. Look, even my dog is different, not you. You are gray. Todorovsky put a dog like that in the movie. And the whole thing has a kind of candy shop feel to it. It's a fairly lovely confection. Michael Idov is the editor of the Russian edition of GQ magazine. He compares the movie to Baz Luhrmann's Moulin Rouge, a portrait of an ageless bohemia. The Stilyagi, the hipsters or beatniks, all they wanted to do was live the way they would if they lived in New York. And their style was this insanely misappropriated and misunderstood idea of how people were dressing and behaving in New York. The movie's a great window onto that fantasy land. Indeed, a character who actually goes to America comes back and says, you know what, no one's actually got a pompadour. Still, says Idov, the movie doesn't really reflect what's happening in Russia today. Uh, the huge difference is that the Stilagi of the 50s just wanted to drop out. They didn't want to take any part in the political life of the time, whereas this is the exact opposite of the people on Balotnaya and, you know, and all these other rallies of late. Last December, thousands of people attended the biggest anti-government rally in Moscow since the fall of the Soviet Union. They were protesting alleged ballot rigging in parliamentary elections, Another protest is planned for Sunday in advance of the presidential election. But Valery Todorovsky argues that his movie, Hipsters, does speak to today's Russia. He says too many Russians are happy to go along with Putin without really thinking for themselves. The problem is the freedom inside. I know a lot of people in Russia who live here and who don't want to understand anything. You know, it's like they don't want to believe in freedom. They don't want to let themselves to be free. Todorovsky says it's a familiar story. And in making the movie, he drew on his own experience. During the 80s, he was a kind of Russian hippie. 
And so for the musical numbers in the movie, Todorovsky created new versions of underground songs that were popular during Perestroika. All these songs were about freedom and love. The movie ends with Mel's striding across Moscow, singing proudly, his pompadour stiff in the wind. He's joined by subsequent generations of hipsters, punks, grunge kids, you name it. They sing the refrain, go on and play. It's a nice, if cheesy, movie moment. And a reminder that back in the real world, the current wave of protests in Russia are anything but a game. For the world, I'm Alex Galifant. <laughs>